GM, I'm Matthew Diemer, and this is GM from Decrypt. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. Do you use a hardware wallet? I hope you do. Not your keys, not your cheese. Ledger, Trezor, who cares? Whatever. Anyway. The new Ledger Stacks looks amazing. Decrypt had a hands-on with it. We have a review. Link is in the show notes. The new Ledger Stacks is kind of like this ipod size shaped wallet with e-ink, like the Kindle. It's just really good looking. I have not tried it yet. I really want to. But if you want to read it, it's not, it's not cheap. It's around $280. So you better want to have this thing. But Ledger makes some quality stuff. They really have a good wallet lineup, and this is their newest edition. If you want to read about it, again, link is in the show notes. A popular conversation that's going around right now is about the metaverse. Is it going to be open, closed, and walled gardens, siloed, owned by one corporation, or decentralized? And actually, we have a conversation coming up on Saturday with Neil Stevenson, the author of Snow Crash, who coined the term metaverse. He has some opinions about that. I'm actually just working through the edits right now. I can't wait to get that out to you. He sat and spoke with Dan Roberts and Stephen Graves of Decrypt. But the Sandbox COO and co-founder said it's essential that users have true digital ownership of content. They are the true owners of their avatar, their wearables, their equipment, their land, their house, and the content they create and earn as they engage. That's why we need to say open metaverse in opposition to the closed walled garden platforms. And I want your opinion, Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. I don't know why companies are not just, you know, engaging and very much embracing this open, decentralized idea. I mean, that's, there's value there. There's a lot of value in me being able to own in digital. I don't need to just rent your stuff or borrow your stuff or pay a subscription for your stuff. And then if I log out or if you want to cancel something or they look, look I, I should be able to own it all. And we should have this interoperability between uh, different platforms. I mean, not all. I mean, of course, you have your proprietary bullshit but it still should be yours you create a brand you create your adventure you create your world just like here in the meat world i can sell mostly everything that i have in my house it should be the same way in the metaverse right anyway stop rambling matt let's get into those crypto prices The time is 9.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $23,704, up 1.2% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,652, up 1%. Tether's number three. Binance is at 303, pretty much even. And USDC is number five, rounding off the top 10. We have XRP up a half a percent. Cardano, Matic is up 1.7%. Dogecoin is at number nine. And BUSD is number 10 quite a bit away from uh, Solana, which is number 11, still 2 billion over Solana. So BUSD is really hanging in there. The total market cap is sitting at 1.08 trillion, an increase of about 1% overnight. 
a BTC dominance of 42.4 and an F dominance of 18.7. And Adam Cochran tweeted this yesterday, very clear that Wall Street has no idea how to price an L2 with Coinbase still trading at prices less than last week despite this announcement. Their loss, my gain, remember Coinbase is rolling out a layer 2 on Ethereum for developers and Coinbase is up 10% overnight, by the way, it closed at 64.83. It's up pre-market trading about 1.4%, pre-market trading sitting at 65.71, but it's still down from last week, which was trading around 71. And even the week before that, it was around 81. So Coinbase is making big moves. However, again, like Adam Cochran said, Wall Street has no clue how to price this in. And I know some people always ask, why am I doing prices? And prices change in the crypto space so often. Why am I just doing prices? Well, you know what? Some people just look at the price once a day or maybe once a week. There's coins that I have I haven't even looked at in months. I'm just hodling. And so, yes, when you are listening to these prices, they're probably about an hour or two hours or three hours old. But if you're hodling, you just want to keep, keep track. You don't need to open up your wallet or your prices every five minutes. If we were in a bull, maybe. But right now, keep your head down. Keep an eye open but you don't have to stress about it. Moving into our headlines, we had some conversations over at NFT Paris. The decrypt team went over there and spoke with a lot of people, including Stepin, my favorite, my favorite decentralized application. I think they just have a horrible business plan, and after this conversation, it doesn't look like they're getting better. (laughs) Stepin plans to launch a new suite of features, including an achievement and badge system. Soon, in quotes. GMT, which is the token of Steppen, is at the center of the solar system, and they want to add value to capture back the GMT through all of their products. The chief operating officer of Steppen said that the users need to be able to have liquidity for their NFT swaps and providing them with the tools to launch their own products on Steppen. Steppen hasn't had a good run of it as of recent. I mean, at the beginning they did, May of 2022, the app saw more than 700,000 monthly active users. By December, it was down to about 45,000. Now, I'm going to say that there might be some reasons to that. Winter keeps people inside. Uh, so if a lot of people in the cold were using that, then they might be staying inside and it might pop up in the summer. But also in May of 2022, the app blocked the GPS function in China. June of 2022, Stepan was also hit with a number of DDoS attacks or distributed denial of service attacks. Again, I know I've been very critical of Stepin. It's a great idea to earn money while you, you know, do exercise and run and stuff like that. But it just doesn't seem sustainable. And they're putting a lot of face in their GMT tokens. But where's the money coming from? I mean, it could be all advertisement, but it seems as though they're just making some magical FTX token, FTT token with some random price on it, hoping that you didn't notice that it was all fluff. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Anyway, we'll see what happens with them in the future. Ledger X. It's a trading platform that offers derivatives products based on Bitcoin and Ethereum, and they were bought by FTX.us in 2021, and they remained solvent after FTX's Chapter 11 bankruptcy. 
Well, they're switching banks and they're no longer using Silvergate Bank to receive domestic wire transfers. Instead, they're going to be using Signature Bank. Well, both these banks have a little bit of a sketchy past. Last December, Silvergate was slapped with a class action lawsuit alleging that it directly aided in FTX's fraudulent activities. Signature Bank was also hit with a class action lawsuit alleging that it had knowledge in the FTX fraud. A little shady past for both of them, but Ledger X is switching banks. French lawmakers, they have approved stricter rules for crypto companies, and they now just need the president's approval to be signed into law. The country's National Assembly voted 109 to 71 to adopt said rules. And these rules include an amendment to impose tighter requirements on the new players looking to get into the French crypto market. Of the roughly 60 companies that are already doing business in France, they're not going to be affected until Europe passes the Markets in Crypto Assets Regulations, or MICA. Despite the changes and uncertainty in the crypto ecosystem, fiat-backed digital currencies running on public blockchains have the potential to play an important role in the payments ecosystem. That was from Visa, and they said that they're not slowing down their plans for crypto products. Visa remains focused on growing their core competencies in Web3 infrastructure layers and evaluating the blockchain protocols driving crypto development. I guess that's good news. Unity is one of the most popular game developer engines creating 3D game environments, and they're adding decentralization categories in its asset store to show devs the kind of Web3 tools and protocols they can integrate into their video games. To show devs the kind of Web3 tools and protocols they can integrate into their video games. There's 13 different verified solutions for developer use, and that includes Algorand, Aptos Labs, Dapper Labs, Immutable X, Solana, Tezos, and Consensus Products, Infura, and Metamask. Consensus tweeted this, thrilled to announce that we have listed Metamask, Infura, and Truffle Suites in the new decentralized section of the Unity Asset Store to empower developers to build Web3 games. This goes back to the first question that we had, open or closed, siloed or not, decentralized or centralized. We need to figure this out and you should be able to own everything in your metaverse. And finally, we have some more news in FTX, the ongoing FTX saga. Nishad Singh, the former head of engineering at FTX, pled guilty to criminal charges on Tuesday. Those charges include wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy to defraud the United States government by violating campaign finance laws. Singh said that he was aware of the mismanagement at FTX by the middle of last year and apologized for his role in the abuse of FTX funds. U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said, If you participated in misconduct at FTX or Alameda, now is the time to get ahead of it. We are moving quickly, and our patience is not eternal. Oh, damn! Basically, that's just saying, if you worked at FTX and you know some shit, you better tell us or we're going to just crush you. Thank you for listening to this episode of GM. I hope you had a great morning and a quick PSA public service announcement. I'm going to be flying tomorrow morning, but there will be a show. I'm going to record everything tonight. I'll schedule it to be released tomorrow. It's going to be a little bit of a different format because I'm not going to have any timestamps or prices because by the time it's released, it's going to be like 12 hours later. But you will have headlines and news tomorrow morning. But don't worry. And don't worry. I'll be back on Friday as normal. 
And like I said, we have Neil Stevenson coming up on Saturday. Look forward to those shows. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>